Brainstem anatomy. In this episode, let's take a look at the stalk-like projection of the brain we call the brainstem. Let's discuss where it is, its named subparts, some of its functions, and point out some of the interesting facts worth exploring during our first foray into this area of neuroanatomy. Now, let me start the five-minute timer. So the brain is often divided into three parts. The largest, most obvious part is called the cerebrum, and that's where all the higher-order functions come from. The little brain, found on the posterior and inferior ear of the brain, is called the cerebellum, and it is involved in coordination and balance. And the last part, and the focus of this podcast, is the stem-like projection of the brain that connects the spinal cord and all the other parts just mentioned. That is the brain stem. Now, evolutionary speaking, this is one of the oldest parts of the brain, and one of the first bits to have evolved around 400 million years ago in our ancestors. It is largely about service provision, conducting functions that are absolutely vital to life. It's the part of the brain that keeps the heart beating and controls its rate. It controls your breathing rate, your blood pressure, your sleep and wake cycles. But don't be mistaken, it's not all rudimentary basic features, as it is also key in consciousness. The cerebrum, and specifically the outer cerebral cortex, is responsible for initiating movement, hearing, vision, and so many other glamorous functions that define us. But without the brainstem, this would not be possible as integration with sensory organs requires the brainstem. Full disclosure time. Anything I cover here regarding function is a simplification, of course. In part, this is governed by the restraints of an auditory-only platform with a five-minute time limit. But also... As Sam always exclaims, is the human brain able to understand the nuance and complexity of the human brain? Let's give it a go at least. The brainstem itself is most commonly divided into three parts. The most superior section is called the midbrain. The middle section is called the pons. And the most inferior or caudal bit is the medulla or medulla oblongata. Let's take each of these in turn and add a bit of detail then. From the top... The midbrain is sometimes called the mesencephalon, which derives from the embryology term that literally means midbrain. It connects the cerebrum and the rest of the brainstem via two projections called cerebral peduncles. A peduncle or peduncle translates to foot, but a stalk or connection is more explanatory in what it does. The function of the midbrain is associated with vision, hearing and motor control and specifically relaying this information to and from the cerebrum. At its posterior surface, the midbrain has four bulges or bodies, and these are fascinating. These are collectively called the corpora quadragemina. They are also referred to as the colliculi, and you have a superior and an inferior pair. The superior pair are involved with visual saccades and hand-eye coordination. That is, how the eyes can track objects and scan your environment without you consciously being aware of this. The inferior pair are dedicated to sound localization and integration of auditory signals. Collectively, if you hear a sudden, unexpected loud noise, the muscles in your neck turn and your eyes will reflexively look at this stimuli. Which, from an evolutionary and survival standpoint, is pretty important to spot the danger as soon as possible. Now, what else do we find in the midbrain? Well, there's the red nucleus, and that's a whole talk for another time. There is the substantia nigra, which is involved in movement and problematic in Parkinson's disease. There are the cranial nerve nuclei of cranial nerves 3 and 4. Ooh, and the reticular formation. Now that we should chat about. 
The reticular formation is a complex network of nuclei and neurons that spans the whole brainstem, not just the midbrain, and its function is again fascinating. It is responsible for consciousness, sleep, and awareness. And to really see this in action, what I want you to do is YouTube monkey business illusion. Your reticular formation helps you concentrate, or not as the case may be. Now let's move on to the pons. If you're looking at a brain, the pons is the bulgy bit in the middle of the brainstem, which is unmistakable. It is found inferior to the midbrain and superior to the medulla. The word is Latin for bridge, and this describes part of its function. The pons is found anterior to the cerebellum, and it bridges sensory motor signals passing up and down the brainstem and connects these to the cerebellum or the thalamus. Some of these connections are via more peduncles, and this time they're called the cerebellar peduncles. And in the pons, we find the cranial nerve nuclei for cranial nerves 5, 6, 7, 8, which explains its role in balance, urine, taste, facial movements, and swallowing. The pons is also involved in regulating breathing and many other unconscious mechanisms. Now let's end this soundbite with the most inferior located portion of the brainstem, the medulla oblongata, which gets its name from its oblong shape. This area of the brain is involved in many of the autonomic nervous system functions, and as such, cranial nerve nuclei to 9, 10, 11, and 12 live here. Respiratory rate, heart rate, blood pressure, all involve the medulla. We also see other reflexive features such as vomiting, coughing, sneezing, centered in this section of the brain. Finally, all information passing up and down the spinal cord to or from the brain must pass this section of neural tissue. So both motor and sensory fibers run through the medulla. And many of these cross over or decussate at this level of the brain. When you move your right hand, this signal begins in the left cerebral hemisphere, but it is at the medullary pyramids that this signal crosses to the right side of your body and then down the spinal cord. We will do a much deeper dive into each section of the brain in the future, but for now, let's appreciate that there are three vital parts to remember. The midbrain, the pons, and the medulla. And that collectively, these make up the brainstem, an area of the brain vital to life and much more than service provision. Thanks for listening. Speak to you again very soon.